Hello, my name is Patrick McGeo. I'm the Chief Executive of Paradance UK. We're a national governing body for ballroom and Latin style and freestyle dancing called Paradance Sport. And we're also a charity that supports inclusive dance, whether that be hip hop, street, ballet, contemporary. We believe the concept is that everyone can dance and should be able to have that opportunity to dance. Now, some people may not want it, but we give everyone that opportunity. We believe dance has an opportunity to enable people to look at a three doorway process to go through. They can either do dance in the respects of it being fun and something to meet friends and engage and just get involved in. Dance can be more creative and artistic through dance styles like ballet and contemporary and modern style dance where a performance can be put through even to musical theatre and lyrical style dancing. And then you have the sports side of it, which is, um, in our case, is ballroom and Latin style dance, where we take people from local level right up to international para-sport level competitions. Now, in each of these three options, people go to uh, the conversations I've had with people has always been, I'm not really into this. I can't dance. Um, what's the possibilities for me? What we say is that dance at the end of the day is about being and enabling you to express yourself or be active it doesn't necessarily have to be what you see on TV in regards to full expressive star dance. It can be something as simple as turning on the radio and bopping away while you're washing or doing the cleaning or walking around the house or sitting in the car driving. Who's been sitting in the car and you bop away? We as Paradance take those feelings and try and enable the disability community as far as possible to be involved in dance. Now, that might be something as simple as in our sports concept of adapting a style. So a wheelchair user can dance with an able-bodied individual, or it could be that an individual with learning disabilities can do a rumba a waltz, a quick step, or even something more um, framework style dances in terms of things like ballet or hip hop or street. Now, the number of conversations I've had with people that look at dance as a possibility to um, keep active and keep fit um, has been quite quite interesting because people don't really see dance in that light whereas we've seen individuals who have been involved in dance and we've seen it as part of their rehabilitation but they didn't know that because they were having fun they were enjoying it they liked the music they liked the way they were moving with their partner or with a group of individuals. We've seen it be used in care homes and residential centres where managers or staff or even individuals within those homes want to get people active and are sitting there and going, well, we'll do physio today. And people are going, great. Yeah, wonderful. Whereas if you come in and we go, we're going to put the music on, we're going to start moving to music, people start to not feel it as a negative approach. They feel it as something that they can then get involved in and take people to the next level. Now, as Paradance UK, we've always believed that whatever style of dance you get involved in, um, or whether that be Zumba, street, hip hop, 
ballet, that there's got to be four main areas to it. That our ethics and ethos is that one, the dance style must be safe for all, whether that be safe in design or just the surroundings the individual's in. Two, it's got to be dignified for everybody. At the end of the day, we want people to be part of it, but we want people to be part of it in a dignified manner. Three, it's got to be equal for everybody. At the end of the day, if you're going to ask people to dance as a team or you're going to get people to come together, you need to make sure that everybody participates and everybody is taking part in that dance style. And above all, number four, it's got to be fun. At the end of the day, we all need to have some fun and we all need to enjoy what we're doing. And in that concept, that's where Paradance comes in. We look at the options of how to make dance fun, safe, dignified and equal for all. But above all that, what we try and also do is enable people to look at the possibilities. And I go back to those three doorways I was talking about at the beginning of this in terms of do you want to do dance as a competitive program? Great. You can use it as a sport. You can use the option to make yourself more physically fit, compete against other people, work your way up the channels to then become an international competitor or a national competitor. Um, we give people the opportunity to do that via our national championships. And we also run our national team in which people can be part of our talent program and try for tryouts. The creative side, we've all seen theatre productions. We've all seen the Royal Opera House performances. We've seen Swan Lake. Swung Lake, sorry. We've seen opportunities for people to engage in performances and see the creative side of dance. And even simple things from going back to when London 2012 and the opening ceremonies of the variety of individuals it brought together to enable people to see the possibility of what dance can do creative and unlock some talent or ideas behind. And then there's the social side, the amount of people we engage with that just say, I can't dance, but I do like to do the YMCA or I'll do the hokey cokey. At the end of the day, that is still dancing. That is still moving to music. That's still getting involved. It may not be at the professional level, but again, the concept is that we all want to be involved in dance. We all want to be active and engaged. So why am I talking to you in this blog today? Um, I'm talking to you in this in this blog podcast because I want you to start to see dance as a possibility for you, that you can be involved, that you can be active in your own home, whether that's listening to the radio or if you're sitting with a group of friends and you turn the music on and just start to move to music or whether you get a professional dance teacher or instructor in to come do some classes. At the end of the day, if we don't look at dance as the components of what it is, which is about being creative, being engaged or being active. We're never really going to see the benefits for everyone and everyone in the community. And I strongly believe and I hope that listening to this, me ramble on for these eight to ten minutes that you're listening to, will hopefully inspire you to look at dance in a different way. I'll leave you with um, two examples of where dance has really impacted people in their lives. Um, the first one is a lady um, living in a care home, um, had been, we'll, we'll call her Ethel, 
Um, Ethel had been in this care home for over 10 years. Um, no family, no connection to the community. And people really didn't know what to do because she was starting in the mid to late stages of dementia. And pretty much any activity that was being going on, Ethel wasn't taking part. Now, we sent in one of our instructors to go in to just start doing some basic dance routines, movement to music. And over a period of six to 12 months, as these sessions were going on, what we gradually found out was that Ethel used to be um, a dance choreographer in the war. Um, but due to not having any family and pretty much being left in a home on her own and not being engaged, we found that when she started to listen to the music, she started to retell her story. And then gradually, as she retold her story, she was showing some of the dance styles she did. And then from that dance style, she then started to teach some of the classes. So dance can have a powerful effect on memory. It can have a power effect on emotions and bringing people back to the community. My second story is of a girl called Sarah. Now, Sarah is 28 and has multiple complex disabilities. And the big issue with Sarah was that she couldn't do general sports. The only sport she could do was boccia. And she didn't really want to do that. She wanted to be a dancer. And she started to come along to one of our classes, um, reg weekly classes coming along, getting involved. And one of the key things that we found from Sarah was that although physically she wasn't able to do movements, we found that she was able then through other means to express herself through movement of her power wheelchair in how she moved her chair. Or she could make noise to say to people, you've got this wrong, you need to change this. And over, again, a period of six to eight months, Sarah kept coming to the classes, kept meeting with people, joining in, started to get really involved. And what we found really inspiring was that Sarah in 2014 um, did her very first national championships and competed in paradance sport for the first time. Now roll forward to 2018, 19, and Sarah's been competing in every national championships since then. She's actually won now over 15, 20 gold medals um, for regional, local and national competitions. And she's never herself admitted she's never wanting to go to international competitions but she just loves the fact of having something to work towards working towards that opportunity for the next competition or the next idea that she can come up with to put choreography into her, her next performance or competition piece so thank you very much for listening to me um, ramble for this last 10 minutes. Um, I hope I've inspired you to look at dance and the opportunities behind it. And if you do want to get involved in dance, then have a look at our website, which is www.paradance.org.uk. Or if you want to have a look at some of our pre-recorded videos, have a look at the website or give us a call and we can discuss what options we can give or how you can get involved in dance, which is 0300 111 30 45. 
Thank you very much for listening.